<laughs> Just go ahead and let it out. Welcome to this week's edition of Technical File, the sports podcast that you never knew you needed. <laughs> but you need me, baby. My name is Tim. <laughs> T-I-M-K-I-N-Z number three. I'll give it to you later, but give it to me now. How y'all doing? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, I, I always feel like I'm the come down off of that. <laughs> I am the Eric J. And I am Camille. I am the point guard of the crew, a.k.a. the real-life Tifa Lockhart, a.k.a. the girl next door. And I am the K of the group, K. Harris, the gentleman, a.k.a. K. Diddy, a.k.a. Reverend Harris. Stop it! We testify! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, how was everybody's week? It was a, it was a quick week. Oh, my God. July flew by. Jeez Louise, it flew by, and this week has been, it was it was a fun weekend. I'll put it like that. It was a fun weekend. Friday, me and the wife went out on a date. We met up with you in the yeah. hug. We saw y'all there. Yeah, we, we kicked it and shit. And went then, to go see Girls Trip. Which is hilarious. Still have not seen it yet. I definitely saw it the next day as well. Really? Yeah. I'll probably see it again. <laughs> it was funny as crap. They can have all my little ducats. <laughs> and then um, Saturday... There was uh, the True School Boat Cruise, and, you know, shout out to True School. It was a dope event. They had a block party. Couldn't make it, but made it to the boat cruise. There was a lot of fun. It was a lot of It was on a boat for about, like, three and a half hours, just yeah, kicking I went, it. I went a couple of years ago. It's, it's really cool. Um, I see I missed the Rogue's outing. Right. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was dope, man. I'm telling you. They didn't even let you know. They didn't. We told him we was going on that cruise. But then you didn't again, tell me everybody was gonna be there. Uh, yeah, everybody kind of showed up last minute. <laughs> it was kind of like last minute. Everybody paid on like Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good week too. While you were on the boat cruise, I was kicking it with the social Xers at the house party. Look, man, I ain't I ain't been that hot at a party since I was an undergrad. I swear. Like it was. First of all, they gave like the first hundred people a towel when you walked in. <laughs> Jeez. So I should have known what I was about to get myself into. And it was just super lit. Everybody's having a really good time. Everybody had their finest of old school gear on. Shout out to everybody who I got to see there. Uh, definite shout out to your wife, Sam, actually. <laughs> um, she got a lot drunker than she realized she was. And the best part of the party was we were getting ready to leave. And then the DJ T's playing Blow the Whistle. Mm-hmm. And that is Sam's, like, Spiritual, like that's her favorite song that's in the her world. Song. And she ran, she ran back into onto the dance floor to get ready to like bust it wide open by herself. And the DJ cut to a different song, and she was so hurt and devastated. We walked her out the party, and she was like crying, like why? She was like, like real life tears, like real life. She was like, why would he do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I seen it on the snap. I'm like, dude, seriously. She, she was crying because she was hurt. She was hurt, like. The DJ really messed with her spirit. So, did they play that eventually later on in the night? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, we left. And she was upset. I had to play it in the car. She, it's I mean, not the same anymore. That's what she said. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> but it was a great night. Um, yeah, that was the highlight of my week for that I can think of. My intention was to come to the party. But, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her an, an amazing <laughs> description <laughs> on the reason why he was But um, my week been pretty good. Work's been work. Um, get, been getting a lot done. I'm actually, I have a new mindset, man. Like okay. it seemed like I just had an awakening like a few days ago. 
So I'm in a really good mind space. So I'm in a really good headspace right now. You had now. an epiphany? Yes. Whoa. I like that. Yeah, so I'm good. I'm ready. Oh, I also want to add, I just finished up my summer classes on Monday. Yeah. So I am so excited to have these next three Mondays off. That's what's up. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I got an A in one class waiting to hear back from the other, Crack which it. I think should be an A. See, that's and what's And shout up. out to uh, Chris, my professor in my law class. He was the best professor I've ever had before. The dude is just real, like straight up and down real. And I definitely appreciate him and all he taught us. So, yeah. How was your week, Eric? Uh... I am feeling this 30 that I'm about to hit. <laughs> <laughs> My week has been sore for no <laughs> apparent reason, like just random aches and pains. Uh, but I'm blessed to see 30 in a couple weeks, so I'm, yeah. I'm good. Hit that dirty 30. Turn up. <laughs> no, turn down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a new chapter. Well, at least maybe. Then I, got a, a I got a couple shout outs. want to shout out. Uh, Egos and Opinions and the 20-something series for organizing the Milwaukee Podcast Festival. They just released the headlining act, which is going to be Brilliant Idiots, which is super dope. So shout out to them for getting them to come to Milwaukee for that. You going to tell them who they are? They should know. Oh. That's all I'm going to say. If you don't know who Brilliant Idiots is, look it up. You'll see a certain somebody who you might... You might know. Who might call you a donkey of the day at some point. <laughs> <laughs> also want to shout out the good folks at Everyday Media. Thank you all for what y'all do for us. Dopeness. Shout out. Shout outs. And while we're shouting out, let's shout out our social media pages. You can find us via email, technicalfilepod at gmail.com, Instagram and Twitter at technicalfile, and then on Facebook at technicalfilepodcast. Just also want to shout out, we got a brand new Facebook group called the Technical File Podcast OT which is just a group discussion page pretty much to discuss topics that have been on the show as well as what's going on in sports. So shout out to everybody in that group. Y'all are killing it. Definitely look forward to seeing y'all sports takes. If you got something to say, say it. Say it. <laughs> don't don't be scared. And if you're not involved on our Facebook page, you can go to our general Facebook page at Technical File Podcast and you will see a link to the group on that page. Last bit of housekeeping. If you are interested in doing a pick'em pool league, please let us know. Anything else? I think that's it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a lot of sign this show. Oh, I'm sorry. Shout out to us for making it to episode ten. Oh Let's yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you See, all for supporting us. I shouted it ten, out. Ten. Ten. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. So thank yes. you all for rocking with us. Yeah. Over the last couple of months, we definitely appreciate it. Yeah. We'll see you. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say cheer. Just <laughs> C-H-E-A. <laughs> cheer. Andrew Luck, he actually might start the season on the PUP list. And if that happens, that means he is out for the first six games of the season. What does that do to the Colts' chances? In that case, Scott Tolzien will be their starting quarterback. Um, in that case, the Colts can be happy with not making the playoffs again. Can be happy? I mean, because I don't think – without luck on the field, I don't think they expect to make the playoffs. They defense was crap. They don't have an offensive line still. They have a, a pretty good receiving core, but outside of that, without luck, their chances of making the playoffs is, like, slim to none. You could let Scott throw the ball around a little bit, I guess, but I doubt it. So, I mean, six games – Coming down uh, the pups list, physically unable to perform list, 
you're out automatically six games. First six games of the season. If you lose six games in the season, you're already kind of borderline playoff team anyways if you're 10-6. and six. Yeah. So, I mean, if you go lose the first six, there's no guarantee you're not going to lose the rest or any other games. Well, I mean, I'm there's not. no guarantee they're going to lose six. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm not saying that. But the likelihood of them losing six is a hell of a lot higher without them. I guess any other thoughts on that? Um, no, I feel like they can come out. They can come out of the six games maybe fifty fifty. Really? Yeah, I think they can come out three and three without luck. Um, but definitely not having luck for six games will be a definitely a huge blow. Um, not not just him not playing, but then him coming back off of the injury. In the injury. Yeah, he had the surgery in January. Yeah, so that's another thing. Like even if you do get him back, he he was not going to be a hundred percent. Ken might be right. Their first six games are against the Rams, Cardinals, Browns, Seahawks, 49ers, Titans, and Jag. They can definitely come out 50-50. Five of those teams have – well, four of those teams have got really good defenses. You got the Seahawks? Yes. The Cardinals? Yes. You got the Rams? The Rams' defense is really good. They don't have an offense really, though. They don't have an offense, but score, you don't have a quarterback yeah, you either. Can't score. They can't score. <laughs> you don't have a quarterback either, though. You got a backup quarterback throwing to a starting caliber defense. I would say the Colts would beat the Rams, the Browns, and the 49ers. So I would see mm-hmm. them going three and three. Yeah. Hmm. I think the Browns are going to run for their money. Come on, man. Let's not even do that right <laughs> now. The Browns' defense came up a little bit. Stop it, bro. Stop it. <laughs> I'm trying to give them a little credit. Stop it. I ain't got no, no aspirations for the offense, though. The Giants wide receiver, Sterling Shepard, was carted off the field with an ankle injury. At this point in time of the recording, we don't have any idea as to how serious that is, but getting carted off in the first place from a practice is never a good look. The beat reporter said it does not look good. So I know Tim had really high aspirations for the Giants this year. He was so high on their receiving core. With Shannon Shepard. But losing <laughs> Shepard is a big blow because he is an awesome player out of the slot. So losing Shepard, but they also have Brandon Marshall now who can step into that role. How do you feel the Giants would do this season without Sterling Shepard for an extended amount of time? Um... I love Brandon Marshall is my favorite receiver. He's your favorite? Yeah, he's my he's my really? favorite receiver. Because of his time with the Bears? That I, I, I liked him when he was in Denver too though. Okay. And when he was in Miami. So I'm a I'm a true Brandon Marshall fan. <laughs> um so but you know, Brandon Marshall still is an elite wide receiver. He may not be, you know, as quick and everything like that, but he has he has hands. And being yeah. being a secondary receiver actually be good for him because it'll take, you know, a little bit of the pressure off of him and people go, you know, double them near triple Odell. Yeah, when the number one on your team is Odell. Yeah, exactly. Have some good looks. So that's what I'm saying. He's going to have some good looks. So I think they'll be, they're not going to be, they're still going to be fine. It's not going to be oh, all of a sudden they're not going to the playoffs. Like, well, didn't you have to go to the playoffs over, over Dallas? He had over them Dallas, the division. Right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they I had still don't really see that defense. happening, though, but they're not going to, they're not going to suck just because um, Sterling is gone. No, Sterling Shepard is, is a, like you said, is a really good, um, Slot receiver, and last year was his rookie year. Yep. That most people don't even realize it was his rookie year. He I played think everybody really realized well. it was his rookie year. <laughs> I mean, he played really good for a rookie, though. <laughs> anyway, so um, without him, though, they do still have, like, King Tavares and David Harris. Um, Bums. <laughs> David oh. Harris actually had found himself last year. Well, not last year, but with the, with the Giants. He refound himself as their kick returner and their punt returner and, you know, kind of like a little bitty slot receiver. He oh. did. No, he did. I thought his name was Dwayne. Oh, uh, Dwayne Harris. David Harris, Dwayne Harris. I'm thinking David Harris, the linebacker. My bad. Don't judge me. Anyways, Dwayne Harris. What again? Dreads I don't and all. Watch football, but Dwayne yeah. Harris with dreads and all. He's still pretty freaking fast. He's still pretty. He's been around for a while, so I'm dreads sure he can step in for a hot second. Um, 
Um, but I still do like the Giants coming out, even though coming out of the East, coming out of the East, okay, over the Cowboys, even see. though they lost Sterling Shepard. I we don't know how long it's going to be if he's yeah. going to be out for an extended amount of time. If it is an extended amount of time, I still have them because they still have and have a top five defense. Top five. Yeah, they did. I'd have to. I'm talking about you think. I mean, not talking about what they did last year, but you think this upcoming season they'll still have a top five defense? They had a really, really, really good pass coverage, and they had interior pressure. So, yeah, I still do. Okay. I did read something on ESPN.com from um, Bill Barnwell, and he was pointing out that the Giants were, like, unusually healthy on defense last year, and that's part of the reason why they were so successful. So, like, they can't really bank on that There should be some regression. Right. Just something to think about. Well, not that we wish injury on anybody. No, no, oh, no. Just, just, it's just, that's the, the nature of the game. Exactly. Which is another reason why Domin- or, yeah, Dominique Easley, he's the Rams' defensive end. He actually tore his ACL. Yeesh. This is his third time doing so. Damn. He tore it twice in cro- college. So, Jesus. I, yeah, mean, I, don't, I don't know many football players that can come back from a third yeah, ACL. Third, to most of them don't come back from two, but three, so, that's a. I just wanted to wish that young man luck going forward he was drafted in 2014 by the patriots so he's pretty young still mm. well, that, this yeah, be ne- year number three in the league then probably around like 24 going on 25 or maybe this will be year four if he was drafted in 14 14, 14 15, 15 16, 16 17. 17 yes that's how math works <laughs> <Wait>. anyways <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm thinking, i was counting in my head i'm thinking way too hard <laughs> the ravens tackle John Urschel abruptly retired after seeing the results of the latest CTE report. Uh, the report concluded that 110 out of 111 ex-NFL players tested for CTE posthumously exhibited signs of CTE on their brain. And he's not the only one who's done so. There have been other players who have retired for this reason. But Jets rookie safety Jamal Adams said, quote, Literally, if I had a perfect place to die, I'd die on the field. In response to the report at a forum, fans in attendance actually applauded that. But, I mean, it shows to his passion for the game. So, I know <laughs> I know Eric feels very strongly about the issue of CTE and safety in football and things of that sort. So, I'm going to kick it to you. I, I feel as if, you know, grown men have the right to do whatever they want. But we as fans shouldn't be applauding. We shouldn't be applauding them for Suicide? killing themselves, basically. Um, and I mean, you can you can go into football like understanding that these are the ramifications of my actions. But at the same time, like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna die, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, so, I mean, like, again, like, you can't do anything about a grown man that decides he wants to do it. But at the same time, like, it's kind of sick <laughs> to me to applaud somebody for saying, like, they care this much about their job that they're willing to die for it. I would agree with that. And he actually did re- come back to those comments. And he was getting at what Tim said. So what he said when he readdressed them was that, honestly, I really don't see it getting that far. I was speaking about being passionate about the game that I love. I understand that some families were affected by this disease. I definitely didn't mean it in any type of way. My words were simply that I'm passionate about what I do. I said at the beginning of the forum, I'm all about making the game safer. I understand CTE and the symptoms and whatnot and how families are affected by it, but it's simply about passion. 
And, and I mean, he's 21, 22. I was about to say, he's, he's about 21, <laughs> 22 ish. So at, he, at that that's time, all he got to live for right. right now. At that time, you're not thinking about, oh, how's, this, how, how's my quality of life going to be when I'm 40, 50, 60? Like, you're thinking about right now, oh, I'm getting all this money from this game. I'm like, NFL. I love it so much. I've been waiting my whole life to get here. It's like, I understand, like, he's passionate about it, but, like, I don't think he has the, the wherewithal to know exactly what he, the, like, what he's really signing up for. The weight of what he's saying. Right. And that's another reason why I think, like, kids shouldn't be hitting like before a certain point because like all those hits that you take like when you're younger like those all add up it's not like you're just getting concussion level hits when you get to the nfl or college oh yeah because i used to coach and i've seen some bad like oh my god Well, it's, it's on the coaches to teach the proper way Correct. to tackle but i would say i disagree with the point about players not knowing what they're getting into at this point because it's everywhere? Because it's it's such a big topic. It's been talked about so much. At this point, NFL players are fully aware of the CTE reports. I remember when this was all starting to come out, and Rodgers was reading the reports, and he said, I understand the risk of the game, and I accept those risks. I love the game I play. And I feel like you said as a grown man, that's their choice, but it is kind of weird for fans to cheer him saying, like, yeah, I die on the field. Yeah, death. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> like, it feels real gladiatorial, like... You know, back in the old days, like the I'm have to the gladiator, that. the gladiators in the yeah. Coliseum. Like, oh, you said gladiatorial. Yes. Oh, I thought you said another word. I was what like, what, what did you think that. you heard? I don't know. That's why I said I'm gonna have to Google that. So I was gonna look up a word you didn't know. I was gonna have him repeat it. Oh, okay. That's why I said, "What do you say?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Christ. You got anything to add to that? Um. Well, j- just piggybacking off of everything you guys were saying, um, you know, like he's 21, so of course, you know, he's thinking about the non-factor, but. You know, if he was like 30, you know, then he'll be thinking about, man, you know, I got a family and trying to do that. But I understand his passion. It's good yeah. that he cleaned everything up so yeah. everyone truly understands what and he meant. And I think he also added something like, I can't, I, I don't, I didn't expect them to cheer when I said mm-hmm. that. He just like, I can't control Which is kind of crazy. Cause like you said, it's gladiatorial. So it's more like, oh. Humans are bloodthirsty. Right. That's why I say it's the blood boxing and MMA. And it's the bloodlust factor. Like, oh my yeah, God, people are crashing and burning. Let me watch. That's why they watch cra- uh, accidents, car, uh, the roller derbies or the uh, the car derbies. Roller derbies. <laughs> they got a nice little following. Let's anyway. move on. But <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is that he was sitting right next to Roger Goodell when he said this. Of course, and Goodell, and Goodell probably was in there clapping too. <laughs> no, he didn't clap. He just sat there. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just sat there like a doofus. Because he is a doofus. Yeah. Doofus. And then I think he said something else about like, oh, the game is safe now or something like that. Yeah, he tried to discredit their reports. Basically. So, what an idiot. Alternate facts. <sighs> we are in that world. <laughs> 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 Tell me if this is alternate facts, though. Oh. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was asked about some comments he made a couple of years ago where he had Kobe over LeBron. They asked him if he still felt that way. Michael Jordan said, yeah, yeah, I still feel that way. His quote was, would I rank LeBron over Kobe in terms of best of all time? No. There's something about five that beats three. Mm. Kobe won five championships. LeBron won three, although he's been to seven consecutive finals. <laughs> so, so, by Michael Jordan's calculation, I know where you're going. Bill Russell is the greatest player of all time. If you go off of what Jordan is saying. I'm, if that's his saying. only criteria. Bill Russell is the greatest of all time. How many Russell got? Eleven. Jesus Christ! Like he's almost twice as good as Michael Jordan, according to Michael Jordan. Mm. So, the question I wanted to ask y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let's go. Let's get into it. Kobe or LeBron? Before we even get into it, I think everybody 
that is a loyal listener knows where one person on this panel is going. <laughs> <laughs> we know where that's going. That's why I said, let's get into it. Let's do it. So I'm, just, I'm actually just going to point to you. I don't say why. Just tell me who. LeBron. LeBron. Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to go with LeBron, too. So, since you're the, the single man out, would you would you tell us why you think it's a Kobe over LeBron advantage? Okay. So, first of all, Jordan just said he didn't fully say that's his sole reason. Exactly. He didn't say that was his only criteria. 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 That's not like a girl I went to elementary school with. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, why is Kobe better than Jordan? First of all, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> wait, better, wait, did you say better than Jordan? We talking about LeBron, I mean, not better Jordan. Than LeBron. Better than both of them, actually, but um, <laughs> better than LeBron. <laughs> Are you going to take us to church again? No, no. I, we don't need no organ. <laughs> you can sit down. Oh, 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 sit down. Okay. He stood up. He pulled the back. <laughs> now he pushed the little thing back to cover keyboards. He pushed the shit back. Slap. The shirt came out. <laughs> um, I feel like that Kobe is something. Kobe is like a special individual. Like when he's like zeroed in and he's like locked in, he's like an assassin. He's like a shark. Like when he smells blood, like he definitely has to attack. Have Okay. So everyone supposedly calls Jordan like the greatest player to ever play the game. Supposedly? Like it's almost a fact. No, I'm, sa- I'm saying okay, people right. supposedly You, you say said supposedly. Because I mean, it's arguable. Everything is arguable. It's people right now that, that, that will hit us up on Facebook and say, you know what, Jordan isn't the best. Okay. All right? Okay. You're one of them, so continue. Yeah. Michael Jordan is also one of them because he said Bill Russell's better. <laughs> That's not justified. That had been petty. <laughs> <laughs> petty patrol. No, but okay, again, LeBron LeBron is, is a physical specimen, dude. He's like a freaking beast, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like a freaking nature. He's unstoppable. He's one of the players that he can definitely play all four positions. Kobe can't play all four positions, okay? I thought it was five of them. Well, five. What the hell? <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting for you to stop drinking. I'm like, wait a minute. It's five. five. Definitely five. Okay. The, he can't stats. I know, for real. <laughs> but, you know, LeBron can play all five. Um, Kobe, initially, you know, probably wouldn't and can't. Um, like I it comes all back to Kobe's killer instinct, and he's an assassin. He's one of the best closers ever. I'll give you that. So if we needed to win the game, I'm definitely going to give the ball to Kobe before I give it to LeBron. I give it to him, too. But I wouldn't give it to him as a lifetime achievement better than LeBron. Okay. As just a, a basketball player, all-around basketball player, I would take LeBron over Kobe, except for when it comes to the final minutes of the game. Okay. That's yeah. it, because that's my biggest knock on LeBron, is I hate that he can't finish games. Okay. At all. But that's just me. That's my opinion. That's my take on it. You know, somebody might try to fight over that, you know. But it is what it is. Um... I take stuff that Jordan says with a grain of salt because he's. Let's take that part off it. Just the the Kobe. The or, Kobe versus yeah. LeBron part. Um, I just feel like LeBron's a better all around player. Um, again, I'm somebody that prides not prides, but somebody that um gets more credence to efficiency. So, like LeBron's probably one of the most efficient players in the history of the game. Facts. He's, like you can say all you want about like the physical gifts that he's been given, but he's also like one of the smartest basketball players I've ever seen. Like he consistently makes the right play, he consistently sets up people and puts them in the best position. Like he's smart on defense. Like he can like control your defense from the wing. Um, 
yeah, I just think he's a better all-around player. And let me just say one thing. I'm not a LeBron hater. No, like, no, I don't no, think I LeBron think sucks way. or anything. I just personally feel like, you know, Kobe, Kobe Bryant is, is better. Oh, is okay. the best player. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't hate LeBron at all. Like, how can you hate? Greatness. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're win- every time he's on the court, you're witnessing greatness. Which is why I always say I, I, I've never really cared for Kobe, but I always appreciate their game. Like, I mm-hmm. respect players' game. If you're good, you're good, you're good. It is what it is. I cannot like you all day, but I will respect the fact that you're just that damn good. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I personally, I mean, I don't have much to add. It's already been said. I think LeBron's a better overall player, so I would give him the edge and the talent-wise, but... Kobe has something in his his mental DNA, like his just in his genes and his DNA that I appreciate, which is why I hated Kobe for so long because I thought he was like I hated the way he acted. Exactly. But to be a good <laughs> NBA player, you got to have that in you, and mm-hmm. I I definitely appreciate Kobe and all that he's done. But I would take LeBron over Kobe. I just have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So aside from Killer Instinct, like where do you think Kobe is superior to LeBron? He's a um, better shooter. Um. Again, like just like we said, the the closing factor. He's he's a. I feel like he's a. So better, like a better jump shooter. Yeah, yeah. He's a. Because, yeah, I mean, better LeBron jump made a lot of his money at early yeah, shoot, years. Like mid, right, yeah, like mid-range, yeah, mid-range and everything. But I think um, Kobe is a better. Um, is a better jump shooter. LeBron's a better finisher. I'm of course because he's bigger. Um, LeBron's a better teammate oh shit here we go he started <laughs> quick his eyes got big he was like oh damn <laughs> that's the face you made you made the but no damn. even you know even even though you know he's been to seven finals if kobe went to seven finals in a row he'll have seven rings oh what how does that even make sense but kobe, kobe did, did go, go to, to seven finals and he did and he lose. only won five not to say only but well yeah he didn't win seven in a row so Fuck, you talking about my name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. You say so. Let's move on. There was a video of Steph Curry <laughs> imitating the man Eddie we were Ward. just talking about, LeBron James, doing his workout video that I'm sure you've all seen. Which, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't that big of a deal, but what made the video real mm, tasty is that Kyrie Irving was in the background mm. laughing and egging him on. So when y'all saw the video, what was y'all first thought? Because when I saw it, I was just like, is that really Kyrie? Is that Photoshop? <laughs> no, Kyrie no, wouldn't be there. Kyrie. Then I was like, dang, that's Kyrie. Petty. That's <laughs> what I thought. Petty. Petty LaBelle. Prince of Petty. <laughs> <laughs> he was out here. Like, hey, Steph, hey, hey, hey. It's like your boy in the background. I'm like, hey, hey, get him. Hey, you all uh, no hairline having? Get him. <laughs> That's pretty much what Kyrie was doing. He was just pretty much instigating the whole thing. Steph kind of slowed down a little bit. He's like, no, 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 bro. Keep going. Like, okay. All right. So you, you really just want to let it be known that you don't like Cleveland no more, for sure. Man. I mean, it's one way to put I didn't think of it like you don't like Cleveland. I thought he just don't like LeBron. LeBron, in essence, is the essence of Cleveland. It's kind of what he'd be yeah, kind I w- of saying. I wouldn't say that. Since when Kyrie got there, LeBron wasn't there. Like, Cleveland used to be his team, his city, and then LeBron mm-hmm. came and changed everything. So I can understand him having a problem with LeBron, but not not necessarily the city of Cleveland or what Cleveland is. Fair enough. LeBron James. Did anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> what did y'all think when y'all saw the video? I just thought, like, you know, that drives his price now. Cause like you think oh. so? I, I mean, if you think about like think about it from the other teams, like they're like, okay, well, Cleveland needs to get rid of Kyrie at this point. If he's openly mocking LeBron, like takes his trade value down. Exactly, it's like, uh, well, 
No, I'm I'm not gonna give you enough because there's no way you're going into next season with the two of them feuding. You Didn't know. even think about it like that. Bro. I was just on a petty train. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, that was my second thought. My first thought was, yes, I love this. Like, <laughs> give me more petty NBA. Like, I love it. Um, but yeah, that was what that was a thought that I had. I don't. I I think everyone is blowing it out of proportion. Honestly, I think it was hilarious to me, but I don't feel like it's a initial like knock at LeBron. Like, I think they was just having like fun. And I don't think he he provoked or he told hey. Steph, do this, do that. Steph was making a, a impression. He just egged it on because he thought it was funny. So I don't think it's he deliberately was being like malicious yeah, towards LeBron. Him. I don't feel like he was attacking LeBron. I think they was just having fun. He know the situation that he's right. in, and he's just just thought it was funny. But I don't think he's I don't think he's he's attacking LeBron I, I at all. Just, only reason why I disagree is because that LeBron challenge is like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. It was like right after the finals. It is. <laughs> so <laughs> almost two months later, now all of a sudden you're going to do it. That's, okay. that's a valid point. Well, something like, I guess I look at it as these people are coworkers. They don't necessarily have to be friends with the people that they're teammates with. True. Like, the reason Kyrie was there is because him and Harrison Barnes played on the same AAU team. And, like, you know, obviously Harrison Barnes used to be a warrior, so that's why Steph and all of them right. are there. So, like, the people that you work with don't necessarily have to be your friends. Like, you can have friends on other teams, which I think people fail to realize sometimes. And people understand it. They hate it. <laughs> this NBA is too friendly. Well, see, I've always been in that mindset of, like, when we on the court, we got to play. I hate you. I mean, I'm not I, I think most of them all. do that yeah. outside of when LeBron went back to Miami. The first, that was kind of weird. And then him and D-Wade were, like, laughing. and Yeah. That was kind of But, weird. I mean, like, even that was after the game. Like, right. Was like after the game? It, like, I don't care. During the game. Weren't they doing that, like, at halftime? No, that was. I think that was at the end when he like they like dapped at the center court and then like they were trying to figure out what he said to him and shit. I'm pretty sure it was during some point of the game. Not not like they stopped playing. We're talking, but like yeah. I think it was the first time he went back and they were people were upset. They were too buddy buddy. But I'd have to go back and look. <sighs> Clippers were always breaking their hands. I, I told to you sigh. a lot of sigh in this show. I I just had to sigh. Uh, <laughs> do I have do I, we have to talk about this? Like. I, I mean, we can just funny. bring it up that it's funny. Well, go ahead. <laughs> as soon as, uh, so Danilo, Gar- Danilo Ga- Gallinari Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> um, recently signed with the L.A. Clippers and in uh, friendly against, I think it was the... Another Euro League team? Yeah, Let's some uh, uh, Scandinavian country. He punched a guy he was playing against because apparently he like fouled him too hard or something. Um, and he wound up breaking his hand, similar to his new teammate breaking Blake his Griffin. hand two years ago, <laughs> punching somebody chairs. in the face. I thought he punched the chair. No, he punched he the punched trainer. He punched the trainer, remember? Oh, yeah. Broke his hand, not his face. Hmm. <laughs> what does that mean? That, Let's whatever. move on. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he broke the, but anyway, he broke so his yeah, hand, the The Clipper curse uh, continues. Um, I love this team because they're just, <laughs> they can't get out of their own way. Aw, poor Clippies. Mm. Poor Clippies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little Tink Tink. That's, that's self-inflicted. I can't oh, really Oh, yeah, have wait. So, would the Clippers be Tink Tink? Mm. Poor little Tink Tink? No? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Thomas had an interesting post. Uh, he had a picture of him getting ready to work out, and he had on his green Boston Celtics colorway gym shoes. But in between his feet, he had some slips Slides, slip and slides. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm thinking about slip and slides and water. Uh, he had on some. He had some slides in front of him that had a Brinks truck, and then the other one had money on it. 
And it kind of is a throwback to an interview he had last month where he said he's a max guy. He deserves the max. He's seen all these other point guards get their money, and he knows his time is next, and that that's what he wants. Do y'all think that IT is a max player? Like, is Isaiah Thomas worth the max? And if you think so, do you think Boston will give it to him? I don't think Boston will give him the max. Do he, I think he's a max player? I honestly want to say it depends on the team he's on, to be completely honest with you. Because if he's on a team that requires a lot of offense, then yeah, he's a max contract player, But like the Boston Celtics. But if he's on a team that has an adequate amount of offense on it, because he's not necessarily an assist guy. He's not like a facilitator. He's more so like, he damn near pure offense. He's not he the greatest defender. He's, he's not, not the greatest passer. <laughs> like, he's... He's a scorer. He's a scorer. So through and through. If you need scoring and you're you lack that shit, yeah, he's a max player. If not, no. Um, so right now with Boston, will Boston give it to him? I don't feel like they will. Um, but at this point, um, for the Boston organization and what he has done, he is the heart and soul of, of Boston right, right now. Right now, yeah. So I feel like you have to if he wants the max to stay, you gotta pay him the max. I don't think that he'll get the max um, for a number of reasons. In the, Boston or anywhere? Anywhere. Really? Um, I'm. You have to look at the point guard market. Like, look at the, the guys who got paid this year. They all got paid significantly less than they were expecting to. Like, Kyle Lowry was expecting to get the max. He got three-year. Like, he got the max amount that he could get year one, but he didn't get all the years that he wanted. Hmm. Um, George, George, yeah, George Hill, like, he thought he was going to get paid. I don't he know won. why he thought that. Because <laughs> everybody got paid last year, and I think that that's where NBA players like that. That's where NBA players are getting it wrong. Like they see the money that guys got the last two. Well, not this year, but the two years pr- prior to that. That will never mm-hmm. happen again. No, and like that they're all crazy. like, "Well, this guy got this amount. I'm way better than him. I should get this amount." Right. And oh, it doesn't work there. like that. Like there are very limited teams that are going to have cap space next year, and even less teams that have cap space that are going to need point guards. The point guard market right now is flooded. Um, There's so many good ones. Yeah. Or, like, teams have young ones that they want to see the if they're good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much everybody got – almost everybody got a point guard now. Man, the Nets might throw them a max contract. They, well, they, they, they had Jeremy Russell. Lin. Yeah, they just oh, picked up D'Angelo. Uh, everybody got a point guard. Because, like, everybody thought, like, the Nets and the Sixers were going to go for point guards in the free agent market, and then they both drafted I mean, well, they got drafted D'Angelo one, and, and then they traded for D'Angelo. One. Ooh. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, very limited teams need point guards, and even less of them have cap space to offer a max contract. I mean, also, oh, go ahead. Isaiah Thomas is a 5'7". He'll be 29 next year. He's a 5'7 point guard that, that might be play gracious. <laughs> I think he's listed at 5'9", so I think he's legitimately oh, okay. like 5'7". Yeah, there you go. Okay, then that's <laughs> um, And so if you give him a five-year max if you're Boston or a four-year max, he'll either be – 33 or 34 by the end of that contract and I don't see him being that productive that productive at that age and he's coming on like he has he had hip surgery like that's what knocked him out of the playoffs I think people are underrating like how important that's going to be next year like that's the same injury that ended Johnny Flynn's career uh MCW had that surgery I mean he wasn't good anyway but (laughs) (laughs) like people have had that surgery and struggled to come back from it um so I don't think that we can necessarily assume that he's going to come back the same next year. Hmm. I didn't even realize he had the hip surgery. I thought he didn't have the surgery, but he, it was going to heal on its own. Well, either way, he's coming off but of a torn. he has a hip injury. Right, he's yeah. a torn labrum in his hip, which is a serious injury. Mm. Well, I don't, now that you put it that way, I don't know who can throw him the money. 
honestly. Yeah, because I had to think about like literally every team now has either a an, est- an established point guard or a young point guard that's coming up. Like you would have thought, oh, maybe the Kings. No, they got Fox. Maybe the Jazz. They got Mitchell. They, you know, uh, freaking Dallas. They got uh, Smith. Now, like everybody done picked up somebody or they have an established starter. Interesting. Or they don't have room. Or, yeah, I mean, it's, who, it's I mean, but be... who doesn't have one now? Who, what team does not really have a point guard that they got up and coming or is, uh, is the established starter? I mean, right I'm now? sure we could look through the list of NBA teams and pick out the weakest ones in the bunch. Probably the Pacers. I, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's the first one that came to mind. Portland. Other than that, Portland, not Portland. Oh my God. Ooh. Indiana. How dare you? Indiana. I'm Dame, sorry, Dame. And Dame hears everything. I'm he sorry, does. Dame. Dame is listening I'm sorry, right Dame. Now. <laughs> bro, I'm sorry, bro. And he got a problem. I'll put you as my, you my number five point guard in the league, bro. Nope, too late. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go back. The Rockets GM had some interesting comments. He said, quote, you could argue for eliminating the awards altogether. If there's not going to be a set criteria and there's going to be issues with how it's structured, for me, it might be better to not have it. He said this in regards to end-of-the-season awards. He's a little salty still that James Harden did not win this year as well as the year before. He two said years two years ago that the argument that was given was that Steph Curry Warriors had a better record than the Rockets, but then this year Houston had a better record than OKC, but Russell still won it. So he's saying there's there's no set structure to how this is done. Let's get rid of them. I don't care. And Blake Griffin was kind of like, <laughs> he took it to the next level. He was like, honestly, we should just do it with championships too. It seems dumb to me. Give everybody participation trophies. Don't at me. He said this on Twitter. <laughs> and I feel where Blake is coming from, but I also feel where uh, the GM for the Rockets is coming from too. Because if there is like if the moves keep cha- or the the rules the rules keep changing, it's like how do you hit that target? And he also admitted that having CP3 there is not going to help because now you got two stars on the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's sticking up for his guy, which is what his job is. Um, I don't think anybody's taking him serious. Like, you're not going to get rid of like, <laughs> in the season of wars. Like, no, they've been around. Yeah. They will um, always be around. But, I mean, I can understand his frustration. It's like, damn, what do I got to do to get this award if, you know, you said – a couple years ago, I had the superior numbers, but right. his team was better. And now I have the superior team, but now the numbers matter more. So, and Which way does it go? Yeah, and I, I feel like the MVP is really loosely defined. Like, they just like there are no guidelines. Like, everybody's always like, oh, well, it's the best player on the best team, or it's the best yeah. player. You know, there, are, there aren't any criteria. So people can just, you know, from year to year say, oh, well, I picked this person for this reason. Did Tim unbutton another button on this? No, shot? leave me alone. See, listen. He did. I no, thought so. I didn't. Tim, you was not showing that much chest <laughs> ten minutes ago. Chesticles. <sighs> I'm telling. <laughs> oh, it's been told. She's listening. She <laughs> listens every week. So, yeah. I'm telling before it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be snitching. Too late. I'm texting her now. Oh God, no. Okay. Let me ask you all this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who won the MLB trade deadline? Who do you think won? Me, I feel like no. I feel like um the Chicago White Sox. Really? Yeah, I feel like the okay. Um, huh? Yeah, I feel like the White Sox won. I don't um, watch baseball like that, and I'm still well, like, what? 
Um, the reason why is because basically their whole focus was not to technically win now, but was to win future planning in about like two years. They have like a two year plan that's like extremely strong. Um, they acquired 12, 12 new players that can make an impact within the next two years, definitely. And then they also got some cash too um, from the Rockets. So I feel like just the Rockets. I mean, um, the Rockies. I'm oh. sorry. All right, we, dude, we've we been talking about basketball. Yeah, that's true. From the Rockies or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like um, definitely um, the Chicago White Sox. Man, they looking real strong, and that's why people. I, I said it last week that people are saying a possible Cubs and um, White Sox uh, World, World Series. Series, and that'd be definitely dope for the city, you know, and everything. But White Sox go look good. At least give them. 2019. Wow. I will say the uh, the Rangers. No, not the Rangers. I'm sorry. The Dodgers. That's who I the, was thinking. The Dodgers won, I believe, because they were already a monster squad. Like, they were dope as crap. They had a nice they were pitching rotation. Away with the, yeah. yeah, they had their lineup is crazy. And then you turn around and picked up you Darvish? Yeah. To round out, the to best round thing out. about that was that there was all that trade talk about how he might get traded. Then, like ten minutes before he got traded, he was tweeting like, "I'll be here." Because the deadline had passed, and <laughs> and most players probably don't think, well, he's not from here, so he probably don't know that how it actually worked. Even though he's been here for a couple years now, that hey, just because the trade deadline went and passed and you ain't got traded, don't mean paperwork wasn't already filed, you know. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened. Him and Justin Verlander, who just got put on waivers today, they got they have the the revocable waivers. But okay. um, him and Justin Verlander turned into reporters. They out there tweeting, ah, oh, no trade. Ah, I ain't going nowhere. Y'all thought I was going somewhere. And then 10 minutes later, Yu Darvish is traded to the Dodgers, which I'm pretty sure he's not complaining about because he's still in L.A. He's in a huge market. And he's just number two in a rotation that includes Rich Hill and uh, Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw, when he comes back from his injury. But the Dodgers... They're picked crazy. up. Yes, they, they are like their odds of winning is like five to one now. Do you think baseball can have super teams? Because the way the Dodgers have been built, like, they, they are rolling. Like, I don't see anyone challenging them at this point. But do you think – is it possible to have a super team in baseball, like how the NBA has super mm-hmm. teams? I mean, the Yankees did it for, they like, were the years. years. <laughs> yeah, That's the true. entire decade. Years. And because – and that all goes to not having a salary cap. Yeah. Because literally, if the NBA didn't have a salary cap – It'd probably be like three teams in the league just stacked with all and the stars. And no max contracts. <laughs> with max, no, ah, no max on them. So it's like, but yeah, I do think so. Like, the Dodgers is probably one of them right now. Um, I do commend the Yankees, though, for what they went out and did. Because the yeah. Yankees went out and grabbed them a nice little haul without necessarily gutting their farm system. Mm-hmm. They grabbed a couple relievers that was top-notch relievers. They mm-hmm. grabbed, um, granted, Todd Frazier ain't really did nothing for them since they got him. But they grabbed, picked up David Robertson and Tommy Kell. Um, they traded two good prospects, but they also picked up Sonny Gray from the uh, the A's, who was their ace. A little money ball went on there, but they didn't give up their top prospect. It's funny because um, the Brewers were in the running to get Sonny Gray as well. They just didn't want to give up. The their Brewers number had one. a retread. They didn't want to give up their number one overall prospect, who was Brinson, who's in yeah. the, who we just sent back down to AAA anyways. They didn't want to give him up because they were like, oh yeah, you know. Well, the Brewers are in an interesting place because they outperformed expectations. So, yes, they have playoff aspirations, but at the same time, I don't think they should be gutting their farm system at this point to try to make a run that probably won't end with the World Series. At the same time, their farm system, like probably like three or four players is probably going to come up 
either the end of this year or next year anyway. Exactly. So, and I was talking Keep to my cousin. Them. He made a really good point. He was like, the problem with the Brewers is you can only play nine players at a time. They're going to run into that issue within like two years. I mean, or at some pretty point, soon. I'm sure they'll wait, consolidate. Wait, wait. Because the problem with the they, didn't, they didn't want to give up none of their prospects. And the Brewers have a really good farm system No, right I'm now. just saying, like you said, the problem with the Brewers is they only play nine players. And Be- I'm like, isn't that just No, baseball? I'm saying they only can play He's nine saying, players like they and they didn't so want to give up. They got a lot like of prospects they, right they're now they're not, they not trying to get rid of. They're like, oh, we got too many prospects. We don't want to kill our farm system. But you only can play nine players, so you can give up some to grab a better player at the time. Does that is that computing? Does that make sense now? Is it really just nine? You got the pitcher, catcher, first, second, short, third, left, center, right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Only nine at a time. They actually have like numbers that correspond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just whatever. No, but um, a couple other. I was other. trying to like man. <laughs> <laughs> couple other ones. Um, you had uh, the Cubs picked up a solid, 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 um, pretty much an ace, and uh, Jose Quintana. Your team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Your how, squad. How did you feel about that trade? Oh, that's a huge pickup, dude, because we <laughs> definitely needed help um, this year, especially in our starting rotation. He's not just, like, a legit. He's, like, he's one of the best pitchers And that's been the, the problem right with the Cubs for the most part this season, right? Yeah, like it's the been their, yeah, the pitching, yeah. Because last year we had, a, we had a really strong bench last year. Uh, our relievers are really good. But this year it's our starting, our starting um, five right now. It's just pretty, pretty trash at this point. <laughs> the only problem with that is y'all gave up like four or five players for him, and then exactly. and then turned around and picked up two more players, mm-hmm. and in uh, Justin Wilson g- and Alex Avila, who yeah. for I think is the first player in like fifty years to get traded by his dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his dad is the gym. He traded weird. his son, which mm-hmm. I thought was weird too. But then y'all gave up your number three prospect for him, yeah. for them, uh, on top of like two more prospects. So it's like. Y'all gutted y'all farm system. But so, everything that oh good. Sorry, I was just gonna ask a question. So like, didn't they have like a X year amount of year plan a couple mm-hmm. years yeah. ago? So like now it's they're getting to now. that point. It's pretty much now. But this so they, is their run. They they gave so up all sense, of that kinda. for them to be relevant, at least to me, for like the next two years. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be back to square one. Because mm-hmm. then yeah. all them players got to get paid. Yeah. Or they better not get hurt. Or they better not bust. Well, I mean, I, I, feel, <laughs> sorry, I feel like that's the uh, cycle. <laughs> I feel like that's the cycle for baseball, though. Like, yeah. especially like, well, Chicago's not a smaller team, but especially for like the small market teams, like they build up their farm system, they they load up for a run, they sell off the rest Miami. of their prospects for, you know, like the people run. that can win now, yeah. and mm-hmm. then they bust, and then they start the cycle back over. It's so. just, can we stop saying then they bust? <laughs> 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 Just, All right. Um, couple, we'll, couple other notes. Uh, the Red Sox. Yeah, he's still going on the. Cubs. Um, oh, I was just saying the Red Sox. But he was up, still uh, talking about the Cubs. Oh, my, oh, my bad. <laughs> no, you, you, you got your. You, oh bad. yeah. Well, one, okay. One more thing with the Cubs though. Um, even though they did give up those prospects, they still have. Um, they still have five of the top fifty players. Um, prospect players. It didn't also still have eight of the top one hundred. So they still have those prospects, even though they gave up like three crucial ones for them. They still gain. So I'm in. So it wasn't like a lose lose situation. It was like they actually they gave something, but then they end up giving something back. I'm um, getting something back. The only time. problem that I have with giving up prospects for no for known talent is the what if factor. That's the biggest thing about baseball is the that's, that's sports. Uh, true, true, and and baseball is different from the other ones because you the other ones you're thrown into the fire right away and you're expected to perform. Whereas baseball, like okay, we'll give you a couple seasons to kind of come on to what we think you will be, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. The, hopefully, y'all don't have another hundred year drought or anything Dang. like that. 
That is dope. It's kind of effed up, all right. <laughs> but a um, couple more tidbits. Uh, the Nationals picked up a closer in Brandon Kinsler from the Rockies, who are actually a contending team as well. The Rockies end up picking up the old brewer, uh, Jonathan Lucroy, who a year, <laughs> year ago he was having a great season. He's this year he's, yeah, he's meh. I guess the Brewers really sold mad. off at the right time. Yeah. But speaking of which, the Brewers brought back Jeremy Jeffress, who definitely mentioned who that, can smoke yeah. all the weed he wants to now because he ain't even get tested for it in the majors. So, okay. quick tidbit because Jeffress got put on, got suspended twice. He got suspended a couple times while he was in the minors because of the fact that he was smoking. Right in the majors, they don't test you for weed, not in baseball. Yeah. So he can smoke as much as he wants to without having to get worry about getting suspended. He's coming back to Milwaukee. He's a really good reliever. Just outside of that, he's a really good reliever. We'll see you on Burleigh. <laughs> Getting what you need. <laughs> um, J.D. Martinez got sent to the Detroit Tigers, and the Red Sox picked up Eduardo Nunez. Nunez. That's also, I was, I was tripping because the Cubs gave Steve Bartman a championship ring. Good for him. <laughs> well, think about it. They kind of... They almost got the man killed. Yeah, they yeah. ruined his life. <laughs> like for real, his, his life, life was his, like ruined. And he made his statement like thanking them, but then he was also like, respect my privacy. I won't come back out to talk anymore. Like they mm. ruined that man's life. Yeah, they, well, did they do it or did the fan, their fans do it? But no, they made him the when scapegoat. When I say they, no, the, I mean the Cubs organization didn't be like Steve Bartman right. for the reason. And that, but kinda. when I say they, I'm embodying everything about the Cubs. So fans, team, I mean, I forget the player's name. Who it was. Yeah, his reaction was yeah. like the thing that set it all off because he was yeah, living. He was, and he wouldn't let it yeah, go. He didn't yeah. let it go. Yeah. And they, again, the organization came up like, oh, no, it's not Steve's fault. They let them run with that. Also, awesome 30 for 30 on yeah, that, that about mm-hmm. how fans become scapegoats. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wait. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but how fans can be scapegoated. But, I and, mean, the Steve yeah. Bartman story just, it blows my mind. And the fact that he's been able to hide this long. The fact that he's still a Cubs fan. I might have been like, I you know what? Is he, <laughs> is he still in Chicago? We don't know where he oh, is. Yeah. Hmm. That's, he's that's like the only up. person that's been able to hide in the internet air, era. <laughs> <laughs> he probably Nobody still got a Walkman. That's why. <laughs> exactly. Still got his Walkman on and his hat. Living in the woods. His somewhere. face though was he's priceless totally after he did it. Yeah. He just sat there like, dude, what do that? Oh, like, what did because I Because you're just a fan. Because like, he was yeah. geeking. He caught like, the whole run. He's like, yeah, I got yeah. that. And then they was like, oh shit. Well, he didn't even get the ball, did he? Like, I, I think he like went for it, but then he didn't. He doesn't have that ball. Like it bounced off and. He got blamed because he's the one who reached yeah. out for it. Right. And I think they, like, destroyed the ball, like, a yeah, couple years did. later. I <laughs> would believe that. I would not put Chicago. it past them because Chicago. Like, it's going to break the curse. Nah. Y'all had that for a couple more years. <laughs> Curses are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> John Jones defeated Cormier at UFC 214 in a TKO in the third round. It was actually a pretty good fight in the first two rounds. The post-match conference... I've never, I mean, Cormier, his whole spirit was broke. Like, it was the saddest. It was just, it was sad. They should do a 30 for 30 with them too, because they used to be super tight. Well, according to what, like, how Cormier says, it's not a rivalry when I can't even win. Mm. Yeah, Bears fans. Oh. <laughs> oh, God damn. Personal. Oh, damn. Personal. That was why I was blindsided. <laughs> he didn't even know what oh, hit him. Ready. Oh, you know, he's got smack, smack. Oh, no. oh, oh, shit. At least take me to dinner before you put it in. <laughs> no Vaseline. <laughs> Eesh. But, but, but. 
<laughs> what, it was stray bullets. He just went straight for the head. <laughs> I mean, sheesh. There's no coming back from that. So I'm going to just move on. <laughs> we got to take the deal. Yeah, Cormier, right. was, he, he caught a couple. He caught a couple of them. I was like, Jesus Christ, stop sad. hitting that man. It was sad. It was over. <laughs> okay, hold on. Well, real quick, though. So they, they were friends. They used to be, like, super tight. Like, yeah. Right. I did not see the match. The only uh-huh. thing that I saw everywhere was him crying. Balling. Really? Yeah, and I didn't know what was going on. I was like, well, why is he balling? I was like, he must have lost, but why is he... Like crying like that. I mean, they the the trash talk up until the match was epic. Like, mm-hmm. um, but did he get like like? In the third round, in the third round, he was getting bad. his ass. Okay, whooped, okay. Bro. Like bad. he was catching face shots with oh, feet. So just, okay. He caught <laughs> knees. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> because if you get kicked in the face, you watch it. Like Kevin Hart you said, watch you watching it come <laughs> to your face. He went in. You like watching he was anything finna, come to your face. He, Jones. Deked him like he was finna like Go swing to at him. Body. Did you say Jones? What did you deked. say? Deke. Deke. Oh, I think it's another deke word. <laughs> no, he, he deked him like he was finna go for like <laughs> a jab. And as soon as he leaned in, all of a sudden he just caught a foot. Bow! He started stumbling and then Jones just kept like tag, tag, it's tag. Over. Yeah, I only yeah. saw clips. And like the clip I saw is like it was Jones, brutal. it looked like he was going for the body and then he like kicked him in the face. Yeah, because so. he went to lean to try to protect yeah, the body and caught him, caught a clean ass face shot. Can you imagine just a foot in your face? I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, pull, I'm pulling pistols out. <laughs> he kicked me in my face. You I'm got to die. I'm airing you out. It's over. It's over. It's the last foot you going to swing. <laughs> Somebody tweeted out uh, a clip from Rush Hour when uh, oh. Chris Tucker got kicked in the face. Um, <laughs> which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 some messed up stuff. But yeah, he he had him on the gate, man. He was he caught a couple just I mean it was, it was the third it round was bad. was bad. Yeah. But apparently Bones is interested in making a switch to WWE at some point in the future. Every MMA fighter is coming over to WWE. That's probably not factual or true or logical or even The last hmm. UFC fighter to come well. Aside from Brock, who was a WWE guy first, was Ken Shamrock, and that was like he was crazy as hell. That was a bad idea. I'm that just saying it was like twenty years shit. ago, right? Like it so doesn't, like doesn't it's, happen there's, often. There's not this mass exodus. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie. We might see Ronda soon, though. They talking about she, uh, Dana talking about she, she pretty much done. Well, she she's doesn't have any time. other option at this right. point. It's not like she. Never mind. I'm not gonna. You know the WWE is anybody with a with the real name. fighting background <laughs> the name. Like you got your ass whooped. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Can but you sell tickets? Would yeah? Would you want to see again? I think we I think we saw. Please did we mention it last week? The mic, did sir. we mention it last week? I don't know what you're talking. The Brock about. versus uh, Jones. Okay, we did I, mention I, that last I week. I think I would. Was you, see. Would you rather see it in WWE or UFC? UFC. UFC because there ain't no punches pulled, bit. I would rather see it in I in the know. UFC. Ain't no, ain't no script in uh, UFC. Like, just don't don't mind Eric right now, people. Eric, what happened to Eric? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at Eric. Was, was that, the, that was the return shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ken over here slowly fading into the background. <laughs> Ken over here pontificating on his life. <laughs> Pon- okay, look at you, little dictionary. Tim used a school word. <laughs> Google it if you don't know what it is. Can you spell it for him? P O N T I F I C A T I K. That's all fake already. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. P O N T I F I C A T I N G. I'm not even paying attention, yeah, so someone fact check that said. for us. Who y'all, sp- y'all type it in as I spell it out the second time. Trust me. How do you you go? gotta rewind it oh, and just say, spell it okay, out the second yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. So also <laughs> apparently ticket sales are really slow for Mayweather McGregor. Of course they are. I mean, when the cheapest ticket is like thirty five hundred dollars, 
Can I get some, can I get a ticket? One million dollars? No, no, bro. I'm good on that. It's too much money. You, everybody should have known the tickets would have been sky high though. Like the Floyd versus Pacquiao fight was ridiculous. Just but to they get were tickets also there to establish boxers. I think it's more so people are like, they oh, know I'm it's be this, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna pay this much money to watch someone get knocked out in the second round. If they cut them ticket prices in half, they'll sell out tomorrow. Plus, it's Vegas in the at the end of August. Like, that's not a vacation I want to take. It's it's funny because I'll be in August or be in Vegas right before that fight. We mm. fly out the day before though. So no. I, was, oh. I was wondering why hotel rates was spiking that Friday. I'm like, dang, hotels cost so much. Dude, low key, I was looking at hotel rates for like November, uh, the anniversary, November third, and they was like two hundred like thirty something bucks. Mm-hmm. And then this morning, I got a hey, your prices dropped. Tickets round trip are from the second through the fourth are like one twenty eight. On where? Flying out of O'Hare. I know to I Vegas. Mean, I mean, Almost what airline? Um. Frontier and Spirit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Frontier and Spirit. Hey, Loki, we flew Spirit on the way down there this past time this summer, and it was no. kind of cracking. No. It was- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Spirit was cracking. It was cracking. I don't want to play around No, no bullshit. Wait. Now, mind you, before we got on there, I was just like, uh, I was like, hey, listen, I'm not trying to fly no Spirit Airlines. Fuck Spirit. You know, no, nah, I'm not trying to do this. But when we got on there, it was kind of like, it was, it was nice. Now, mind you, I work with like pressurizations and systems and stuff like that. I could tell it was a, it was bad, I and it was it was terrible flight. before. No, man. But this this flight was actually not bad outside of the the random yelling girl behind us that my wife hated. But man, look, look, look! Frontier is pretty much a, just a little step up from Spirit. I took Frontier when I went to Vegas last year. Never flew. It wasn't terrible, but their seats are also like these chairs that we're sitting in. <laughs> uh, they're <laughs> Seriously, they're they're yes. terrible. When like, I went it, to minute, when I went to um, Arizona. Dude, like it was terrible. Horrible, Damn, bro. everybody kept straight today. You just talking about Duchess, uh chairs now. Hey, low key. <laughs> I'm saying, take it back. <laughs> take it back. I got you, bro. Take it back. I'm saying, say sorry. Airline seats should not feel the same as a folding chair. Say sorry. <laughs> no, you Frontier gotta, should apologize for giving us seats like that. You got to apologize to the producer, though. Listen. <laughs> Listen. You can't. You can't. Hey, listen. Don't be fucking up the church's money now. <laughs> I'm gonna need you take to some, button up some of them <laughs> buttons on your shirt. Take Love some of that bass out your voice and chill out. But anyway, this segment has been brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Orbitz. complete derailment, right? Orbits. <laughs> <laughs> Travelocity. No matter what. Southwest vacations. <laughs> Other orbits. Tell him not to go. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> Hey, she was a, she was looking like a flight attendant in her commercials too. <laughs> okay, we're sorry. Back to a regular schedule program. He was so excited. Right. <laughs> SummerSlam is coming up soon. We're on the road to SummerSlam, and how many weeks out? It's the twentieth. It's the twentieth. I should know. Oh, yeah, because it's your birthday, right? It is. Oh. Turn up. We hit. Turn down. Is it going to be at your house? <laughs> He's like, no, I ain't coming. First of all, we're not putting that on. We ain't putting that on wax. Second of all, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that off the air as to where we will be viewing SummerSlam. It is not a public no. viewing. Oh. We've had, We've had semi, random. Semi-public events before and random showed up. So, uh, And that was not no, part good. of the schedule. 
I've always had randoms at my house. Because you don't care, but your wife is bothered. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like, never mind. I'm going to bring up. <laughs> Till like, everyone's walking. Okay, so we had an event at our house for a pay-per-view. Uh-huh. I think it was a SummerSlam when we mm-hmm. first got our place and there was a knock on the door and I was like looking around like no everybody is here <laughs> and someone said oh that's insert name like that's that's someone so I was like he better not be at my house because I didn't invite him and I don't want him to know where I live at mm-hmm. sad it wasn't him it was uh-huh. someone else I invited but didn't think was going to show up uh, so anyways he was, he was ready to go I was ready <laughs> I was about to turn so all to the way up First of all, mother. How <laughs> <laughs> do you know where I live at? And which one of y'all invited him? <laughs> and I would have known exactly who it was because never mind. <laughs> no more shots. Roll to SummerSlam. <laughs> we are on it right now. Last night, Nakamura almost broke John Cena's neck. He almost killed the man. He. I saw that. That was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I'm surprised that he even got up afterwards, to be honest. Like, Jan Cena. Oh, he got a bionic neck. <laughs> <laughs> but Cena was a G about it. You know, yeah. he shook it off. It, yeah. was, it looked pretty bad, though. It, like, I couldn't tell at first, like, it, who it messed up because it looked like he was going for, like, Like, he a, didn't tuck us? Yeah, it looked like Cena tucked when he wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know who. They signals got crossed. So, I don't yeah. know which one didn't get the right. Probably memo. thought it was a different move. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we have one, at least one official match for SummerSlam, and that's going to be Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. Or, I'm sorry. It's going to be Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles for the U.S. Correct. title. I got a couple. Yeah, I want to say uh, Randy Orton. Can I finish my oh, thought at least? My bad. Jesus. I'm looking well, at Cam. You, you said one. I said, <laughs> at, I said at least one scheduled, okay. and that is Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles for the U.S. title with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. Hey, boo. Just had to say that. Now y'all can continue with the rest of the matches <laughs> that you know are scheduled for SummerSlam. Because it was uh, Randy versus Rusev. If you want me to just run it down. Go ahead. <laughs> Fine. Run it down then. So, Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> 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 Moving on. This alcohol starting to kick in, bro. I'm going to turn the fuck Red, up. It's, it's just hard to do. I'm going to turn up. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm playing. Anyways. No, he's not. He's not. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> Fatal 4-Way for the Universal title. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, uh, WWE title match, Ginger Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, Nakamura. Yeah. Gang, gang. Nakamura. <laughs> Nakamura. Uh, Randy Orton Rusev. Boo. It looks like Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor. Um, New Day versus the Usos, Naomi, Natalia, Alexa Bliss, and maybe Bailey because it looks like she got hurt, like, for real. Yeah. Um, and I think it's Ambrose and Rollins and Cesaro and Sheamus for the titles. Or at least that's what Hardy's not that. in it? No. Not they yet. They seem to be sitting up like a three-way for them yeah. probably separately. So that match hasn't been established yet, but I'm excited about the road to SummerSlam. It should be the event of the summer. As the they longest event of the summer. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be hard to sit through that. So I, I've saw rumors about Brock leaving <laughs> WWE. I saw that too. Do so you think it's going to be his chance to I mean, this will be the, the time title? to drop uh, the belt yeah. at SummerSlam and move mm-hmm. on. But apparently he's signed like through... WrestleMania next year, so they may just like have him leave, well, like write write him out, like mm-hmm. oh I'm quitting, and then like have him like pop up at the Rumble or something. Oh, oh gosh, I'm tired of him at this point. But <laughs> he draws in viewers. He so brought Cam back, oh. right? Uh, yeah, the FI dude, beastie <laughs> man. Yeah, and I keep thinking, I wish. Wait, who's Brock fighting at? Uh, it's the four way. So Roman. Samoa Joe and uh, I like Roman Reigns. That match should crack. Yeah, 
Roman Reigns is a beast. That's gonna be a that monster match. That match should crack. Man. They better keep all of them away from each other, which they won't mm. because they, don't they just do had that. a triple threat match. I'm like, that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why he looked like Kevin Hart when he just that shit was stupid. <laughs> Kevin Hart with a mustache. Fuck you, mean. <laughs> let's move on. Let's keep this moving let's on. Keep the show moving. <laughs> the last possession. We're gonna hit up. Well, not hit up. So Zion Williamson and Lamelo Ball played against each other. Fuck Lamelo. Jeez, what is really? He's a child. He's definitely a child. Kids can be bad too. Fuck kids. Love mine. <laughs> <laughs> Love mine. I ain't gonna be like that. And that game was streamed on Ball is Life, and I when I was looking at the stream, it was like eighty thousand people watching at the same time, which is crazy for a high school basketball game. Any other thoughts on? I seen bits and pieces of that, and Lamelo wasn't playing defense as usual. So fuck I forgot how bad high school basketball is. It was. Trash. Oh yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Garbage. I mean, it was like the same layup three times in a row with no no boxing out, no rebounding. Lamelo just floating around on the wing on offense and defense. That's what he does. <laughs> uh, fuck Lamelo. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we should just move on. I told he, y'all to cut him off a long time ago. Y'all. This for sure. His, his cup shot. was like gone. My like, cup he, been gone. Nothing we can do. <laughs> LA okay, is getting though. the 2028 Summer Olympics. That is so far away. Things can change by that point. But as it stands, they got a pretty good deal from the IOC. It'll be the third time that L.A. has hosted the Summer Olympics, and the bid is estimated to cost about $5.3 billion to, <laughs> to stage the games in L.A. Um, they're predicting that all expenses can be covered through sponsorships and ticket sales. I say bull. There's no way. Nah. There ain't no way. So we'll see about that. Any other thoughts on the Olympics. I think it's dope. I love the Summer Olympics. That's like one of my favorite sporting events. I mean, okay, it's dope, but if you... I want you to take the time out after the show mm-hmm. and look up what happens to cities when they host I've the I've seen Olympics. that. I know. I know, because most of the time their structures are like... I mean, they don't not even just the structures, all. but the, the financial strain it causes on the city and the area around it. Because like it normally, picks up a bunch of jobs and then all of a sudden it, they don't have the use for the, uh, the structures no more, so then they just kind of yeah, start Yeah, it's normally down. not worth it to host the Olympics. True. I, I think that's more true for like countries that can't support like, it. like I think, yeah like greece like brazil like in countries like that like but china was, it, was fine china went into debt afterwards they still use the cube and i mean they, i'm not saying they're not going to use the structure that are built but i'm saying like it causes a debt on the city or mm. the you know the area but la is saying that they will avoid all these pitfalls well like part of it is they already i don't have, believe it <laughs> i think they part have it, they, they already, like you said like they already have a lot of the the venues that they need like they may need refurbishing but like they're they're not building stuff from scratch they have stuff that will be used like yeah. going forward also like the atlanta olympics like they were criticized because they were so commercial but like they made i don't know if they made money but like they took a lot of the financial hit away by selling basically everything yeah i don't believe they made money but i don't think they went so far in right. debt that it was like rio yeah which it, was but i mean and if you look at it like they had to expand the uh, airport in atlanta which has made yeah. it better for them going forward because now they have like all these you know like they have the infrastructure mm-hmm. to handle however many flights that make the uh, that makes hearts feel like the busiest airport in the world order Allen Iverson just ain't showing up no more. <laughs> uh, Anybody surprised? Right, I'm about to say, it's not like the first time he ain't showed up to some shit. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
talking about the the big three. Yeah, the not big the NBA. <laughs> the big three, <laughs> right? Do they even have practice? <laughs> so <laughs> when they stopped in Philly, he was a very late scratch. Like he didn't even tell him. It was fans he in was the concourse getting in an interview. Like, are, how excited are you to see Allen Iverson? And I'm like, I'm so geeked. And then they would be like, he's not playing. <laughs> and the fans were like, wait, what? Like. <laughs> Why what? Am I here? But at least he cha- he showed up at that game and he signed autographs and he coached, but he just didn't show up in Dallas. So Ice Cube has suspended him for a game. Just like the <laughs> the fact that his punishment for missing a game is missing another game. That's exactly. yeah, that's kind of backwards. But be like, you gotta show up. He apologized and said it won't happen again and he'll make it, it up will. to the fans. I heard he was gambling or something. Yeah, I heard he was staying yeah. in Chicago and yeah, was gambling. He was gambling. Mm, just like Jordan. this year it was a change to the rules apparently group lambo leaps will be allowed so i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that just a random tidbit hot take for you ah cold take whatever beyonce also is interested in purchasing the houston rockets she would like to be part of a group to do so would y'all be for queen b i know that would be the black woman's favorite basketball team yes (laughs) (laughs) Right. What are you looking up? Leave me alone. <laughs> Didn't we discuss this before? Leave me alone. Tim looking up stats, y'all. Leave me alone. I'm not looking up no stats. Leave me alone. You only have his for top five. I'm just making my top five. Leave me alone. Oh, that's real Tim stats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Blow the whistle. <laughs> Blow the whistle. <laughs> and now, I got to address LeVar Ball. It's not even going to be long. It's going to be real quick. Getting. No, it's going to be quick. It's not, you know. You know getting. I mean? Stop trying to geek me up. Getting. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ball, sir, I would ask that you please refrain from telling any more women to stay in their lane. It's offensive. Just stop it. Like, that's all I got to say. Like, just stop. You look like, you look like a sexist idiot when you keep saying things like that. I know people like, applauded you the first time because they hated the woman who you were talking to, which whatever i'm not even going to get into that but to say that to a referee who's clearly trained to be there because you're not agreeing with the call she's making because as said before first of all high school basketball is terrible aau circuit is terrible i'm sure there are going to be a lot of fouls called because they're terrible how dare you tell her to stay in in her lane you should stay in your lane and just worried about keep getting your son some checks because you're going to talk the youngest ones out of something because the most talented son you have is already in the league, so. Yeesh. That's not bad. He made one. He's saying all three, though. He needs to chill out. Well, fuck him. Um, <laughs> you're a terrible coach. Oh, oh you Because oh. You, you take your team into the middle of the freaking, you go into the middle of the freaking floor, and you cause a scene at an Adidas-sponsored event. You, you cause a scene because you got a technical foul, because I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, no pun intended with a technical foul, but you got a technical <laughs> foul. Because I'm pretty sure you was mouthing off to the ref and talking shit. So I'm pretty sure that's why you got attacked. You got mad, blamed it on a chick being in, inadequate at her job. You know, not being able to perform her job to the best of her abilities. Or she's just trying to make a name for herself by calling you out, of all people, to pad her resume and give you a tech. Got her replaced and got a second tech. And then instead of leaving gracefully because you just being big head, big mouth bastard that you are... You decided to raise hell and take your team off the floor in the middle of a tournament, in the middle of a game. Yeah. That's some bitch shit. And that is why we blow the whistle on you, sir. Fuck LeVar Ball. Okay. So you, we got two of them. We got two left. We got two left. 
We got two left, and they got they got two lifelines. They already what, called what, a friend. What? You looking at me like they're my brothers or something? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying you defending these bald head bastards. He so, ain't my daddy. These light skinned <laughs> devils. <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> Tired of this. We gonna move on. Y'all got anybody to blow the whistle on this week? Yes, Tim. I'm listening. <laughs> Take me all time out. <laughs> Take the mic. Cut his mic off. <laughs> Take top five. Let's get into it. Five, five, four, three, two, one. Take five. five. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did top five point guards which sparked some very interesting conversations and debates and things i didn't agree with but that's fine because that's what sports is all about let's let's chop it up and debate it so i'm just going to read a couple of responses that we got uh first one i'm going to read one from is terrence johnson my og he had five mike conley four john wall three steph curry two westbrook and one cp3 Terrence Hughes had John Wall, CP3, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. Daryl Gibson had Isaiah Thomas, John Wall, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook. And Terrence Sims Jr., he had Dame, <coughs> Dame Dalla, CP3, Steph Curry, John Wall, and Russell Westbrook. We had heavy participation from Terrence's this week. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <clears throat> lots That's of not a bad thing. Shout out to all three Terrence's <laughs> who were read today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening, this afternoon. I digress. <laughs> this week, we are looking at top, or the tech top five bust of all time. Oh, we're back to bust again. Oh, Sorry. File five. <laughs> you sound so disheartened. It's <laughs> like, uh, because I'm we kind of keep okay. Sport bust of all time. Tim, take us away. All right. So, top file five sports busts of all time. There we go. I have to get my words right. <clears throat> okay. First of all. We got number five, Mr. Mordecai from WWE. That motherfucker sucked, okay? He was supposed to be like the second coming of Undertaker. He had the all white on with the crosses and all of that. Y'all don't, y'all don't no. remember Mordecai? Mordecai had like like 50 million freaking promos before he showed up, right? He had an appearance for probably about like... When was this? Like what years? It was like uh, Attitude Era still. Really? Oh. Tim <laughs> It was attitude. No, it, it, no, no, no. It was either it was it was going in the end of the Nomen, attitude Nomen, into Nomen, the baby. Let me know when he was wrestling. M- Mordecai. I guarantee you, he know who Mordecai is, and I guarantee you he'll agree that Mordecai was he was literally supposed to be the replacement of the Undertaker, <laughs> and he literally like he had the mantra, the all white big robe as opposed to Undertaker's black one. He had a big cross, all kind of crap like that, and Mordecai had all white hair while Undertaker had all black hair. He's supposed to be like his his equal. He was trash. He was Kevin sucked. Thorne is his... Oh, oh, who is this dude? You don't remember Mordecai at no. all? No. Yeah, that's how bad he was. <laughs> but yeah, he was supposed to be is taking really over for the Is he really a bust if no one knows who he is, He kept Because he wrestled. And he was literally supposed to be the next big... He had so many vinyls and... and not what vinyls, WWE but vintage do, packages. That's what they do when they release new superstars. That's how he was right, a bust. I'm not gonna... So well, he was signed to WWE in 2002, which is not too weird. I said towards the end. And you he said, didn't debut. No, I said it like three times. You kept trying to talk over me. He did. I said it towards the end. He, that's not attitude here. It's not. 2002? No, it no. ended in 2001. 
and he didn't even it ended he, with the invasion angle yeah yeah and he didn't even get to smackdown until 2004 oh so so one so. year I was off. Anyways, three so Mordecai, you were off. Three years Mordecai is a bust. Number five. Anyways, number four. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> like I said, Tim says. Uh, this looks gonna be terrible. Oh uh, no, it's not. already. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Um, Greg Oden. I'm sorry. Is number four. Okay. Oh, you apologizing? No, because I, I had he a brain blanked. fart. <laughs> I really did. I had a brain fart. Greg Oden, number four. The knee problems killed him. He was the number one overall pick. They picked him over Kevin Durant. We know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Rest is history. Number three, uh, Sam Bowie, selected before Michael Jordan. Okay. Big bus. He was number one that year. Terrible. He was number two that number, year. Okay, number fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Sam Bowie didn't do shit in the NBA. Number two, I got Ryan Leaf, picked before Peyton Manning. Big okay. NFL bus. Okay. And number one, I have fucking Freddie Adu. He's a fucking shame to American people. He was supposed to be this big name in soccer, putting America back on the map. Freddie Adu ain't do nothing. He was a big bust. I and know. I wish somebody would say, Freddie Adu is our hero. Fuck you too. Why are you kicking me? <laughs> Why are sorry. you so angry? I'm sorry, because Freddie Adu really pissed me off. You was angry your whole list. Unless I took that wrong. Like he, You were amped. Yeah, he was. Fuck right. Freddie Adu. Anyway. <laughs> and LeVar Ball. <laughs> Go ahead. With his little dog, LaMelo, too. Stop! <laughs> Why you got like a dog, bro? Just saying. That's, that's, that's his Eric, focus. Anyway. bring us back. <laughs> My number five was uh, Greg Oden. Like, I tried to keep from, like, putting people that, like, didn't make it because of injuries, but when he it's played, he wasn't goes. good. Yeah. Um, number four was Sankara, the first one. Mystico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to be good when he came in. Like, they pushed him to the moon. He was trash, botched a lot, got hurt a bunch. He, tried, he almost killed everybody. He wrestled himself <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> uh, number three was Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Uh, number two was Ryan Leaf. And I kind of feel bad about my number one now because I already took shots at Ken. Um, but the 2012 LA Lakers. The whole the team? The whole team? Yeah. Well, yeah, because those are the ones was that the, lost to the Pistons. I wish I could have saw no. Ken's face. Yeah. That was that was the Dwight, Steve oh, Nash. Seven, Steve Nash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish y'all could see his face. <laughs> he looked like, I really I don't do. know what you're talking about, bro. No, he knows what he's talking about. Asking he's a, like he's angry. Like he's like how assuming. Hey, you got anything the to whole say squad? about that? Damn. I'm just saying they were supposed to be like this. They were. They were supposed to be because they still had Bynum. The number one bus. No, but that was the year after Bynum was really good. Everything. Oh, yeah. This season he was supposed to go into (laughs) his own. That was the year that they got Dwight Howard and Steve Nash. So like Bynum wasn't on the team. He got traded. That's how they got Dwight Howard. Mm. Okay. Um, Don't worry, Ken. There's no shots at you in my list. (laughs) (laughs) My number five is Sankara, aka Mystico. He was so bad they had to get a whole different dude to put on the uniform or the outfit. To pretend to be Sankara because Mystico was always trying to kill somebody. <laughs> Four, I have Kwame Brown because Brown. my God, dude was trash. He still watched in the Wash League. He had a big three looking like crap. Number three, I have the Boz, Brian Bosworth. Uh, big man in college, got to the NFL, couldn't take steroids no more. He got ran over by Bo Jackson. Lovely. Love watching that. Bo. Number two, I have Greg Oden. Sorry I had to do it, but, I mean, his body just failed him, and it it was just sad. And number one, I got to go with Ryan Leaf, because when I think of a 
athlete that was a bust, I can't think of. I, I automatically think of Ryan Leaf. Exactly. Oh, Tony Mangers. Huh? Tony Mangers from the Packers. I said I automatically think <laughs> of Ryan Leaf. <laughs> um, what? The? <laughs> Wait, how is that who automatically comes to your right. mind and he wasn't on your list at all? Because I did think about him, but that's not. I thought them five was better, was bigger bust than him. But then why would he be the one you should automatically think of? No, I thought of Ryan Leaf. I said and Tony Mangers. That's not. W- go ahead, Ken. I'm not gonna. <laughs> because right. I'm a Tiger fan, I'm I think not, of that go shit. Go ahead, too. Ken. <laughs> All right, so we'll track the trailer. My bad. All right, R.I.P. <laughs> All right, so my <clears throat> my file five. Um, number five is the WCW. Ooh. Oh, the whole organization. Yes. Well, I guess you you you're fine then with trashing his whole team. WCW. Um, number five, number four, um, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. No, number three, Ryan Leaf. Um, number two, Greg Oden. Number one was a tie. Kwame Brown and Darko Milicic. Darko <laughs> Milicic. Okay, Darko. The number three pick in that 2003 draft. I'm not saying that he was worthy of a number three pick. but number two he pick. Wa- Was he number, number two? two? Yeah. He was number two. Number two. He was oh, in between right. LeBron yeah, yeah. and Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. It's not even worth trying to defend him. Like, the reason, like, I didn't put Kwame on my list is because he actually had like a long career. Like, when yeah. I think of bust, I think of people that just like flamed out, like that. But never he did, did flame. Anything. He had a long career of shit. But I, he he <laughs> he he played <laughs> like he was a no decent teams. defensive big. Like, an he was, honorable mention for me. Sorry to cut you off. No, uh, Would have been Sean Bradley. Um, I didn't put him on my list because he was in Space Jam. But <laughs> 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 but how dare you be seven foot six and don't average ten Trash. rebounds? <sighs> Just jump. Cause I weigh more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> he was finger rolling. <laughs> like chill out, bro. Jump, <laughs> jump. I don't know why the aliens would want to steal your power. I, I just don't get like how people thought like that was gonna be like he was gonna be the move. Like hey, Lokito. If you think about it, the alien that stole his powers, he didn't do shit in the movie either. <laughs> <laughs> he was the big goofy looking one. <laughs> he didn't do nothing in the movie either. Yeah, the Sean Kemp alien and the Charles Barkley alien and the Mosley Bowles alien was getting off. They was balling. It wasn't but a Sean Kemp alien, was it? Or I'm sorry. Larry Johnson. Larry, Larry Johnson, Johnson, my fault. Yeah, but the Charles Barkley one was the one that was hitting people with the stomach and shit. Of course. <laughs> like, who else would it That be? was basically just Charles Barkley. That, right. wasn't, even, that wasn't even an, an animation. That was just Charles Barkley out there. <laughs> they took real life footage. But thank you all for rocking with us this week. Please let us know what, <laughs> Charles what your tech file five is. We'll definitely terrible. post this. It was horrible. <laughs> well, I always got shots for Charles Barkley. We know. We know. So Damn, let us know what you're Your shirt been open. Button some of that up. <laughs> Love is sexy. You felt the breeze. Right. <laughs> my, my nipples get hard. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what your tech file five is for the week. And we're going to sign off here. I am Camille, a.k.a. the point guard of the crew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Camille Monet. C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-N. Oh, L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-B. I'm sorry, you guys. At Camille Monet. And now I feel all nervous. At C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E. Jeez. I am the Eric J. You can find me at double underscore Eric J on Twitter and Instagram. But not a Snapchat, though. Nope, because I'm 30. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, so you're saying people, never mind, we're not going to do that. Don't even do it. It's mamas and grandmas. Too many shots. (laughs) Too many shots fired tonight. I'm not not saying you can't be. I'm just saying I'm old. Too many bodies. 
Okay. Don't do like, it. Calm down, Tim. Let yeah. <laughs> you'll I'm get your to turn. Let people live, you'll get bro. your turn. I'm trying to let them live. Shh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram K Harris underscore D A underscore gentleman. Gentleman. Uh, K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. Okay, Harris. <laughs> yes. Testify. <laughs> But um, and it's your boy. Catch him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's your boy. Ass catch him. Throwing <laughs> balls at the walls and shit. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, you can find me T I M K I N Z the number three. <laughs> um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. You know, I'm all over the place, baby. You really are. <laughs> Give it to me. The real Mr. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.